0: assalamu alaikum peace be upon you welcome to the matcha talk podcast with me samia of sunnah living i am here today to have a down-to-earth real conversation with you this is a beautiful morning i have my warm matcha latte ready to go and it is eid this uh, weekend just yesterday we celebrated eid and what a different eid it was it was an introvert heaven i have to admit i was pleased with how it happened i could do things at my own i realized that i'm not a moderate introvert i think i'm a very extreme introvert and this is a great time to be an introvert. There is no doubt about that and I am happy to be alive at this time even though there are obviously a lot of challenges and people are going through a lot of difficulties. I'm just trying to find a silver lining here and before we continue on today's episode and it is going to be about being alone. We're going to talk about how to be alone whether because of our current situation or because our life. Some sisters are just living alone because they have no choice or because that is their choice because this is just how things are happening. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that. This was a topic that was uh, requested on my Instagram Ersuna Living when uh, we talked about it that one time. Uh, but before we begin, I just want to relate that this is going to be the final episode of how things have been doing in the Matcha Talk podcast. I am super excited actually because I always felt, well not always, but for recently I felt that there was a change that was needed in this podcast. I felt there was a lot more that it can deliver, but it wasn't. And uh, after much conversation, I'm actually going to be having a co-host on here which is super exciting actually because it is my sister. Her name is Summer and she's going to be joining me and we're just going to be talking about very similar things, talking about reflections, talking about spirituality and just having this back and forth conversation where she's going to share something and then I can have, uh, you know, go off of that. I think it's going to create a very nice A really nice little coffee chat sort of a feel that's a feel that I think of when I think of our podcast together so yeah she's also a matcha fan and so am I and I think it's going to be really good and I am really looking forward to unveiling all of the changes there are going to be quite a few changes when it comes to how matcha talk is going to be operating because things are getting serious here you guys so uh, matcha talk is going to have a website that's different uh working on a instagram account currently there's nothing on there but i'm going to be adding that on there inshallah in the next week or two not really sure but it is happening um right now if you look for at matcha talk it is there so if you want to follow me on there and get ready for those changes you can otherwise i will be announcing all of that inshallah when that time comes So today is inshallah the final day where you're going to be hearing only my voice and uh, we have recorded one episode or a couple of episodes together already so I think you're going to love it. If, If you like, if you just like hearty and soulful and just real unfiltered sort of conversations about spirituality and faith and reflections then you're going to love the newer episodes as well. And I'm looking forward to hearing and joining you and just continuing on from that new direction. Hi friends it's samia here if you have been listening for even a little while then you know my love for spiritual planning and reflections that is one topic that i can talk for hours about don't worry i'm not about to start right now but i wanted to hop in and share with you a new sunnah living membership that i am starting for those who love planning and reflections as much as i do and enjoy having tools at hand to make it possible I have started a sweet and simple PDF membership with a library of PDFs and planner principles like monthly reflections, Ramadan planner principles, and PDFs for the home. And there are a lot more coming. So head on over to the show notes or to sunnaliving.com for more information and to register for the sweet and simple PDF membership. I cannot wait to share with you all of the things I have planned for the members. So I'll see you there. Let's talk about today though, because right now we are in a very strange time. A lot of people celebrated Ramadan together, and a lot of people celebrated Eid together but apart. And that is a hashtag, right? Together but not apart, or something like that. I think that is beautiful. And I just want to say that there are a lot of extroverts out there who are generally like genuinely having a hard time it is not an easy time for a lot of people they are having to cut back on some sometimes people meet 20 people a week or 20 people every other two weeks or something and now it's like oh no I cannot meet anyone and even though some restrictions are easing there is still this sense of uncertainty and don't know where the future is going and so yes this is one way you might be feeling alone this is one reason why you might be feeling that way and this question actually was posed to me quite a few uh, maybe a month or two before this started this was a feeling that I had not too long ago Um, I already revealed that I am an introvert. That is not a secret any longer. Um, But I think it is important to talk about how a certain change of lifestyle can be very problematic. So for me, I really felt that loneliness, not loneliness, but just, yeah, it really did feel like loneliness in the beginning of my marriage because um, my husband's work hours were different and I was just staying home all the time. And I still remember the first Ramadan that I had. Uh, it was really weird. I mean, I was used to waking up for suhoor. I was used to having family time for breakfast. Like half the family is sleeping and half is not sleeping. You know, all of those things. So I was used to all of that. And in the beginning, it didn't happen. Like that was the Ramadan time. And the same thing for Iftar. It didn't happen because either he was at work. And most important, I think, is, is to know that Uh, in our situation like he was a convert so he hasn't really experienced that the Ramadan that I grew up experiencing so there was a lot of that and the entire month the first it was really strange for me I was waking up by myself for Suhoor and it was just that feeling of aloneness was there, that I didn't have that companionship that I was used to having. Obviously, you know, getting married is a huge life change anyway, but I just wanted to talk about that, that it did feel a little bit of isolating and I did have a difficult time adjusting with it. But since then, uh, it's been about eight years, Alhamdulillah, I have come to love it. And I want to share with you why that is the case and how I've gotten to this point. One of the things that I noticed while trying to come to terms with this change uh, in my surroundings and changing the people around me, was silence. I got really used to silence. There was not a lot of hustle bustle going around. If the TV was turned on, I chose it to turn on. I could turn it off. So that idea of silence, I learned to embrace that. And I think when we're going around and going about our days it becomes really difficult to sit and focus. The idea, the Prophet used to go to the cave of Hira before he was a prophet and he would reflect there and he would be quiet there and he continued that practice for a very long time. And this idea of solitude and reflection uh, on your life and things around you has been part of our faith. I mean, our faith was revealed in the desert where people are like used to, going through things with silence and they would be surrounded with nature and they would just have so much time to look at the sky and experience that isolated circumstance. And the reason for that is that when you have an opportunity to be alone by yourself or be in a place that is quiet, you can actually reflect. There are so many distractions throughout the day. I know that now at this point, especially during Ramadan time, I get annoyed if my husband is around too much, if he's like doing his own things too much, If he's because he's doing his own life. He has his own life and I have my life and we're spending it all together. And so I'm like, I, I really want that space to myself where I can just focus and reflect on my own mind and my own heart. So I really have learned to appreciate and even crave that at certain times. And if you are in the beginning of this journey where you are like, oh, this is feeling isolating, I'm feeling alone, I, I, I need someone next to me, just remember that that it might be a good thing that you have someone next to you or if it might be a good thing that you are in a group setting, but it is going to in one way or another take you away from that personal connection to yourself that you may be having. And so the mind shift in this situation would be that if you are by yourself, how can you learn more about yourself? How can you do a complete reflection on yourself, your current state of your heart, current state of your mind? How can you achieve that? Is you uh, is the fact that you're wanting X, Y, and Z, whatever it may be, a thing or an inanimate object or an animate object, any of those things, is it going to be a means of a distraction for you to get away from your connection with Allah that you're supposed to have. Second tip I would like to say is that being alone has allowed me to really focus on self development. I remember the first time I got into those things, I was listening to audiobooks, and it was Elizabeth Gilbert that I first started listening to Big Magic. If you have not known about this book, it is a great book. Um, and that was the first one. And it got me hooked into this idea that I can be better than who I am right now. And I was able to explore all those things because I didn't have anything else to worry about anyone else to worry about in that respect, I could really work on myself. And you know, when you have the opportunity to work on yourself, definitely take that. Because once Life begins in another direction. Maybe if you're single, you get married. If you're married, you have kids. If you're single, you start working and it's like workload is a lot. And I mean, so many things can happen that can take you away from just having the ability to grow within yourself, regardless of the external circumstance. I mean, things can be going left and right and up and down, but you can be working on yourself this entire time. And it is addicting. And, you know, I I think, I'm not sure if I was a person like this, but I remember hearing criticism about self-help books. And I used to say, oh, yeah, you know, that's for people who are looking for something else or the other. But really self-help books, when you choose them wisely, can really help you develop your personality, let you hone in on your hobbies sometimes. What are your skills that you might be, having or you might have within you that you haven't been able to figure out yet. Some things that you just haven't discovered about yourself yet. And our whole life is a growth, self-growth journey. And you know, they say, know yourself, know God, know thyself to know God. So yes, the more that you know yourself, the more that you can become close to Allah, because you can see things within you that may be hindering it that some things that you may be finding beneficial and you haven't really realized it one of the one of the things that I just want to share with you like uh, earlier experiences that I have like recent experiences that I have about this is just a few months back I had an opportunity to sit down and just think of what I was doing for some living like what you know how is it that I want to grow what are the things that I want to work for and how can I make this platform be of benefit? And I just didn't really see how I could do that until I talked to one of my friends and they told me like straightforward, you know, like you can do it this way. And I just had all this self-doubt in my mind, but it was something that just didn't really need to be there. And so this self-discovery that happens when you're like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm just going to reflect like what there's this calling. I just don't know how I can achieve that. How, how can I answer that? Sometimes those books and, and people or talks, etc. I can really help you figure that out. So if you are in this position where you have time to work on yourself, to develop yourself, then absolutely take that. And I don't know how long that time is going to be. Maybe it's going to be a lot longer. Maybe it's going to be a lot sooner or it's going to end soon. Or, but I mean, definitely take a hold of that time. And I mean, okay, this is going to be interesting to talk about because this is a bit of a pet peeve of mine. And it comes from a very cultural background. And uh, as a woman, and it has nothing to do with our faith. Clearly, I just want to put it out there. But it is definitely cultural expectations. And one of the things that I grew up with was like, oh, every woman eventually gets married. You know, that was the pressure that you know, Samia, you're going to grow up and then you're going to have your own home. So the parents' home is not your own home. This is coming from a Pakistani culture and subculture, whatever you want to call it. But that was the idea, that you're going to go to your own home. So this was this idea that I don't belong where I am right now. And I'm only going to belong when I go to another someone else's house, someone else's life. And I don't know. I just find this to be very problematic. And that was a lot of pressure on people. And, And as a woman, we're just like, we can only be complete. We can only be someone if we are married. And without talking bad about marriage because marriage is something that is part of the sunnah marriage is something that is beautiful it unites people it formulates society marriage is i mean alhamdulillah i'm married and i mean i would recommend it to everyone if you have the opportunity in front of you uh, seek out that partner and look for that but it's not the end all be all you don't stop being a woman because you're not married you don't stop being a muslim because you're not married I don't remember where I read this, but this was something that I just always remembered that we are in this current situation in our life right now and we're supposed to be a person of benefit. So if we have kids, then we're benefiting our kids. If we have families, we're benefiting our families and we're serving them. And if we're not, we're benefiting the community. Every single person has a certain value that they're bringing into the society, you, are, you have something of value that you're offering that no one else can offer. And that takes a lot of time to, to figure out. And that's where that silence and that little space I was talking about comes in. And I didn't figure this out until recently. I think it was a couple of years ago, probably maybe two, three years ago, I shared about, you know, we are, we are non-parents in our, in our relationship. We don't have children and I was just talking about, I made a post about it. And one of the sisters said, oh yeah, we haven't had kids for 10 years and it's the best thing ever. Because I mean, she's like, mashallah, doing things for the deen, like on point, you know. And I, I always admire her for that. I'm like, this is amazing. So she just had this time and space to hone in on that skill and serve the community in a way that is benefiting her in this life and the next. So always think about, What is it that you are aiming for? How can you bring benefit to those around you? Are you coming from that same mindset that I'm coming from that, oh, I can only be a benefit if I'm a wife to someone or if I'm mother to someone? Or are you thinking that Allah has created you just the way you are and has put you in a life that you are right now and you have, you are a person of benefit. You are a person of value. Not atta- Your value and your benefit is not attached to another person, another action, another anything. It is only attached to you and your relationship with Allah. So you can take this time to hone in on that and see how you can be a person of benefit. And you know what? After a certain amount of time, you may not even recognize or you may not even remember that feeling of solitude you had because now you are in this position where you've made all these connections and you really found your connection with Allah and it's not going to make you feel as alone and as desperate as you were before. Every time that I talk about things on my own, I always have this like, I hope I'm saying the right thing. So I hope my message is coming across to you very clearly and, you know, I, I don't intend to undermine your feeling if that is what you're feeling. I don't tend to undermine the feeling that you may be feeling sad, you may be feeling alone, you may be feeling trapped or isolated, et cetera. Uh, I'm not undermining that at all. But uh, what I'm trying to offer is a change of perspective and a way that I have coped with that feeling of loneliness, even though that I am married, alhamdulillah, in a very happy marriage. But, you know, there are just moments where you do feel that. And in my case, I am alone most of the day because of my husband's work hours. So it is something, like being alone is something that I have really worked with. And in the beginning, as I mentioned before, it was very foreign. I, I didn't know that. I'm used to having people around me, used to hearing sounds and hearing things. And my mom's cooking in the kitchen or, you know, like clattering of sounds or somebody's in the garage or somebody's here or there. So I was used to hearing all of that. And, and it can be a bit of a like, wow, you know, I, I don't want to be in this position. I really need people around me. And and I just want to say that one of the, the traps of shaitan could be that you are so desperate for company or some companionship, whether it is platonic or it is romantic, that you end up settling for anyone. That is really, I mean, I, in my case, ended up quote-unquote settling for a certain group of people who ended up being really harmful for me. It was not a positive relationship. It did not affect me the way that true friendship affects people. So you really want to be careful about that. Like maybe this is not the route for you. Maybe the route that you have that you want in your life is the route that you're already on. So don't allow any influence, whether it's coming from within you or from outside of you, let you feel inadequate in your current situation. It is not fair. It is not right. You are perfectly adequate. You're perfectly beneficial. You are perfect in your current circumstance. And you have been given an opportunity to work on something that Allah created. And that is you. You can work on your full potential. And while you're working on it, it could become a self discovery journey, a self love journey, where you're just like, I am just on fire. And you just keep on moving forward. I think the core issue here is definitely embracing your current circumstance and trusting Allah. And as difficult as that may be, and actually sometimes you hear those words and they sound empty, but I just, I mean, I mean, I haven't lived that long in my life, but I have seen that the life that Allah designs is a lot better than a life that I could have designed. And this was today's matcha talk. I talked about being alone and embracing the silence, embracing the space and really growing in that space that you have been given and working on yourself and constantly trying to see how you can improve yourself in your relationship with Allah and in your relationship with the people and the society that you are in. I hope that you really enjoyed the episode today. And this is the last episode again, where you're going to be hearing my own voice. Inshallah, next episode, you're going to be hearing a totally different scene and we can have a back and forth about this. Actually, this is a great topic. I think it would be a great topic to discuss with with Summer. So I'm going to bring that up to her look forward to this inshallah in the next couple of weeks when we'll talk about being alone and in her unique circumstance which basically she is in that state like she is living alone and i always wanted to have a heart-to-heart talk to her about that how is it feeling how are you dealing with that how do you move through that how do you grow through that so um inshallah that episode will be coming up one of these days if you enjoyed this podcast today and enjoyed having the conversation, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. And you can also find me on YouTube and Instagram where I make videos and talk about spirituality and also sunnaliving.com where I'm actively working on spiritual journeys where we can take together and grow together inshallah. Wishing you a beautiful week ahead. Until next time, Alaikum.